0: Welcome to Q&A with Kath, midwife Kath. Thanks. Lovely to be back. Always back. Back and back and back. Q&A with Kath. Kath, today we're talking about partners and communication. Now, this is a little bit slight. I know it's all about the people who write in, but this is a special kind of episode for a mutual friend of a friend. His name is Phil. Now, I have never met Phil, but this is a true story. So my friend, who shall remain unnamed to protect Phil, <laughs> was working and was introduced to Phil. And they got talking and they were just working away and anyway, Phil is a new dad. So Phil um is ecstatic. And then during the day as they talk about their experiences, Phil reveals to my friend that he's um he's a bit confused at the moment um and he is going home of a night time. Looking forward to seeing his new baby and his wife. Um, when he gets home, he tries to help in the kitchen. Um, he tries to put some, like, you know, do d- the dishes, load like the dishwasher, that kind of stuff, um, put some washing on. Now, to me, my ears, I mean, Phil sounds like a fantastic fellow. Like, yeah. bloody high-five, yeah. Phil. You're doing a great job. But Phil said to my friend that he is getting yelled at and sh- his wife is very upset at him. And he he really actually wants to make a difference and and be helpful, but he's not really sure what he's doing wrong, and he doesn't want to go home because he's getting yelled at. So that's why I wanted to talk about mm. partners in communication. Mm. And so, what, Kath? And I know this is a bit airy fairy. What is Phil doing wrong?
1: Uh, he's he's not doing a thing wrong, really. He's not doing anything wrong. It's well, it's really hard to understand what life is like when you have a baby, Brooke, because. We all think, me included, that, you know what, I've been tired. I've done so much night duty. I've partied. (laughs) I've gone to work the next day and, yeah, I've been tired. Yeah. This is very different. It's a completely different. So, Phil, I hope you're all ears. (laughs) This is why it's happening. Okay, so childbirth or pregnancy childbirth is the most significant change in our life. Mm. Now think about that significant it's the most significant change in our life doesn't happen any other time it um childbirth changes our body mm. changes our mind it changes our relationships and it changes um oh, this this protective mothering that we get um about a child it sort of nearly distracts you from your partner so a lot of people can in- potentially annoy you in those early days. Is it is it, Kath, is it I mean, let's look
0: on a kind of a scientific thing, is it is it all the hormonal changes? Yeah. Yep.
1: And it and, they're significant. Yeah, oh yeah. And with partners, the thing whether when when you're pregnant, your partner loves and wants this baby as much, but their body hasn't changed at all. And that's one of the biggest difference between Women and their partners, after they have a baby, our body changes. We start to lactate, we're bleeding, we have to be responsible for a baby. Where you know, all of these pressures are on us, and even though they're on their partner, their body hasn't changed. It's a big change, it's and it's also, I mean, the. There are changes that you wouldn't want to go shopping for, like lactating breasts and, yeah. you know. sore nipples. Saw nipples. The and... sore um, mm. episiotomy. Um, Not going to do got after got pads on, you're bleeding, you fart when you laugh. And, you know, like there's – it, it's overwhelming. But also there's – I don't want to put it as a downer because there's such – so many wonderful times. Yeah. But if you have somebody, um, often who you love – um, comes in, they just have to walk in the room sometimes and you're annoyed with them. It's because we're in a very different state of mind. And so it's those things, I believe, prior to having the baby that you need to talk about with each other. And then also,
0: Kath, you mentioned that this is the most, you know, it's the most significant thing that happens in our lives. Like there's a lot of anxiety and you have touched on this. Feel there's anxiety because Kath's touched it before. <laughs> but there's a lot of anxiety taking a little baby home. And so you've got the, if I understand you right, Kath, you've got the hormonal changes that happen post-pregnancy after you've given birth. You've got the changes in your body, the ones that you wouldn't want to afterpay and go shopping for. Um, you've also got the anxiety of being tired and and just anxious of having a baby. Postnatal depression could be yeah. part
1: of it. And, and also it's... Um, there are a lot of people, and this is the very first time they've held a newborn baby, yeah. they've changed a nappy, they've breastfed, they've fed a baby, they've burped, and there's so much information for this generation now and they get pretty confused. So fuses are short. Yeah. Very short and everyone's very sensitive. So, you know, sometimes you just have, you know, with the mother-in-law arrives and you think, oh, I've been into so many houses where you think, oh, my God, it's the War of the Roses. Yeah, And just on that, for women who have their mother-in-law come and you're worried about it, I've got it worked out, you give them a list because they've got to have something to do. Yep. So give them a list and say, go shopping. So, Phil, if
0: your mum is coming around and maybe it's a bit of a sensitive point, Kath has just suggested you suggest to your wife that you give your mother a list. I'm not sure how that's going to go down, but no, you're right, Cathy. You, you've, you've talked about this. Say,
1: say it's can like, you go yeah, and do the shopping? Can, say, can you get this? It, Brooke, you know, it's great for you to come around. I just cannot leave home. I've got feeding the baby. Would you mind getting these 5,000 things for me? And, you know, you're not going to see her for two years, no, but, but yes. it's, it's those things that... She feels like she's helping you and... Yep. And everyone's so happy about a newborn baby. And a lot of women, they just want to be... Uh, Cocooned a little bit and cared for and loved, you know. Mm.
0: All right. So, Kath, I thought it might be interesting to kind of just outline some of the behaviours that Phil mentioned. Well, he didn't actually mention, I'm not going to get you in trouble, Phil, about your wife and about the behaviours, but I mean, some of the behaviours that we might see new mums, partners displaying at this time um, because of all those changes and everything, you know,
1: what would be crying for no reason? Yeah. Oh, crying. I mean, that changes your life with crying. You can't watch the news or or the television or read anything. It, it's all, everything makes you cry, um, and it's not just because you're. And I really don't like that baby brain talk. No, you've Brooke. said that. You you think that's just shocking. It just puts women down, and I sort of and and because we 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 do change. We have a lot of thoughts. Um, We're always thinking and nurturing and wanting our baby baby. to be okay. But we also can have some very bad thoughts about what if the baby dies? What if I fall down the stairs and I drop the baby? Now, I I know a lot of women feel like that because I've had the conversation with them many times and it's it's a good conversation because you actually feel guilty if you feel that. But Mm. it's quite a normal And crazy, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely.
0: So I've made a list here. Tell me if I'm out of line. (laughs) Um, So crying for no reason, this is what you might hear. Angry for no reason. Yep. Irrational is a word you use. I'm not sure I like irrational, but, you know, maybe just a bit short fuse. Maybe that's irrational. Depressed and anxious might be, you might say. Yeah. Increase in anxiety. Also, you know, maybe they're not the happy-go-lucky selves. Self-doubt. Now, that's got to be common kind of. Yeah.
1: Um, I was a I was a nurse, midwife, maternal and child health nurse. Yeah. I understand self-doubt because when I came home with a baby, I'm like, oh, my God, what do I do? But it, you have all the information. Mm. It's just, Practical. it's having that responsibility. It's sort of like everything else, that's all you see. You don't see anything else. That's all you see.
0: Overwhelming. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And then I've got uh,
0: sleep deprivation. Now that is going to just let's be honest, piss anyone off, Shocking. whether you're a mum or not. But might, you always say it's like 100 times worse. Okay, I've got it. So sleep deprivation and then um,
1: so that, that, so that, that think, was my list. I think when, um, uh, you know, sometimes the partners can be doing something and it they've probably done it all their time together, mm. but all of a sudden it's annoying. Mm. Um, I think for partners they need to say to the new mum, what do you want? Like, how can I help you? How can I make this easier for you? Do you want me to do the shopping? Do you want me to make you a cup of tea? Do you want me to, what do you want that's going to make it um, easier for you? Oh, oh, can we just role play this? What do you mean, what do I want? You have to yeah. make all the decisions? Yeah. I have to
0: sit here and I've got the baby and I've got this to do and you want me to make the decisions, Kath?
1: No, I want you to tell me what I can do to make your life easier. Really happy. Why don't you show some initiative, Kath? Okay. Um, Well, I've cooked a three-course dinner for you tonight. (laughs) (laughs) We're
0: not going to do this right. (laughs) (coughs) All right. All right. So that being said, that was fun, by the way. Yeah, you're getting really into it. Thanks very much.
1: Look, I think, um, Phil, I hope you're listening, (laughs) Um, three things. Write them down. One uh, is uh, food. Uh, The second one is that she needs lots of sleep. But it won't be long hours, but lots of little naps. And also get your heart out, Phil. Put your physical and emotional arms around her. They need a lot of love, a lot of love. Kath, you've just honestly, (laughs) Phil, I hope this helps you. Does
0: Phil know my number? (laughs) (laughs) So, you know, if the secret formula is food, sleep and love, how does Phil go about implementing food? All right, let's talk about food. Obviously, she needs to eat. Phil
1: needs to eat. What are we talking about here, Kath? First of all, when women have a baby, everyone that she's that knows them will bring lasagna to their house. Great, is that <laughs> good? It's great, That's great. Because Phil can heat it up and put a little salad on the side, and you'll have lasagna probably for about six months. Then you will never eat it <laughs> again in your life. So. That's lasagna, either vegetable or um, with meat. But she doesn't have to worry. I mean, the the point is that she doesn't have to worry about cooking. She can't think about. Doesn't want just. It's just there. You can defrost and eat. Yeah, he can. And it's like this is what we're having. Here it is. And also take, hold the baby while she eats. I'll never forget a woman saying to me, "But what about um, my partner and I sitting down for dinner?" I said, "Pet." I said, "Love." I said, (laughs) "Pet." That. Is down the track. Like, yeah. we're talking nine years down okay. the track. <laughs> just, it was so gorgeous. She was just like, you know, are we sit down for dinner from nothing. So it might be tag team. You hold the baby. She, um, she goes and has something to eat, goes to the toilet, you know, all of that sort of stuff, freshens up and comes back ready for lots of feeding. Sleep. When the baby has been fed, or when the baby is asleep, you've got to encourage her to go and lay down. An hour closing your eyes is like a 10-hour sleep sometimes. It really, you're so tired, you just need those power naps. They're very healthy. Because you talk about the impacts of sleep deprivation Mm. for new mums,
0: it impacts everything that we talked about, Feel like her her moods, her
1: reactions, how how patient or impatient she is. Her feeding, her, th- her, her th- care of the baby, everything. You you just get everything pisses you off if you if you're really tired. So fluff. You the, can't think. So fluff the pillows yep. and make sure she gets lots of sleep. Yep.
0: Kath, you've also got a pretty awesome um, uh, program which I'd just like to reiterate. Um, you want to take Phil through the the bottle, bath, and bed, please.
1: Uh, that'll be the bath, bottle, and bed. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we' well, been doing this for years I know I
1: that okay so the Bbb yeah I've what, done it for many I many mean. years and um it really just the quick backstory is um when babies were born in the 80s they were um put on their back to sleep mm. oh sorry on their tummy to sleep so we had to turn them over and wrap them up and anyway we, we did all that and I observed a lot of babies like just took my time and observed observed them. What I found was that newborn babies don't really want to go to sleep till probably about 11 or 11.30 at night in the early days. I'm talking the first six to eight weeks. So I thought, wouldn't that be great if we bath the baby at that time, give the baby um, a breastfeed or whatever, and then bed. Then I thought again about because Brooke these, this generation, and some before, the the partners are amazing. Like they want they want time, they want to be, but hands they want on. yeah, they yes. want to do it. They want to share. They they want to and Brilliant. by doing um the BBB the bath bottle and bed the partner the partner doing that. So I say for the um the new mum can go to bed at about nine o'clock nine thirty. Now, it's not easy to do that because of everything we've just talked about. It's like, oh, you know, my baby, oh, will yep. it be all right? But you get so tired that you actually think, great. And I've had lots of women have just said, I'm running to bed, you yeah. know. <laughs> so um, uh, you, the, the partner can hold the baby Phil. and Phil can hold the baby, just sort of walk around, get the bath organised, have a clean nappy, clean onesie and um singlet and a wrap and then bath the baby quickly, dress, wrap, and then the baby can either have a um, bottle of um, express breast milk yep. um, to keep the mother happy with and also her lactation going, or um, formula, whatever they choose. And it's it's I call it a win 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 because it's a win for the baby having all that lovely time with its um the mum's partner, also the partner having that beautiful time bonding with the child and, of course, the mum getting sleep. You know, you can have about four, maybe five hours sleep in those days. It's like a week in Noosa. Yeah, <laughs> That's what it's like. That's how amazing it is. Um, and it's it gives, um, especially, you know, if I'm talking about a male-female relationship, it gives the man that hands-on experience. And let me tell you, to start with, They're not that great in doing the bath or dressing the baby. But who is if you've never done it before? Exactly. But I'm telling you, it doesn't take. I reckon uh, within the week they're equal. Fantastic. Absolutely. And there's and and you see a different side, and that's why women, you can actually fall in love in a different way with your partner. You think, oh. You hunk of Look at you throwing out
0: that dirty diaper.
1: <laughs> you little you go, you good thing, But it's Phil. a really, and look, I've had lots of emails and, and lots of people telling me how the BBB has worked um, so well for them. All right,
0: so that's the second one, which is food. Make sure the fridge is stacked, Phil. Um and, and not take away. Make sure it's homemade. If you don't yep. make it, get onto mum or, or her girlfriends or your girlfriends and get them to make a dish, put it in the freezer, and then sleep, make sure that you take control at at, um, at bath can I, time. Can
1: I add something to the sleep? Please, please. Oh, and this is just my um, personal mm. love, is make the bed or clean the sheets. <gasps> oh. Is there anything better? Well, there are a few, but one of the great things in life is having a beautiful hot shower, washing your hair, drying it, hopping into a made bed. Oh, the clean so, sheets. So what you're saying is Phil gets
0: home, walks to the door, sees that the bed isn't made, just slip in there, pull up the yep. sheets, fold it back, fluff the pillows. Yep. Cat. Oh, Gorgeous. Amazing. Phil things are going to look good for you next week. <laughs> yes. And Lucky then, <laughs> Phil. <laughs> and the last thing you said in your little um your little formula was just lots of patience and love. You know,
1: you know women need a lot of love and a lot of kindness to them after they've had a baby, because for some it's been traumatic. For some it's, it has opened a whole new world of like, oh my God, I've got, I'm I'm in charge. I'm looking, I have to help this baby survive. Mm. But, you know, kindness is, is so easy. My mum always said to me, it's so much easier being kind. You know, it takes less energy and it is. And if your partner is, Feeling tense, Phil? Feel, it's like, you know, bring out a little surprise or something. Just say, "Look what I've got for you." Go oh, through the garden, the neighbour's gardener. Hours. Yeah, neighbour's
0: gardener, kick yeah, off some roses. Exactly. They won't mind. Exactly. Um, I and think making the beds are brilliant. The bed shit. is that's a, a great, great one.
1: display of kindness. Oh, clean sheets. Yes. No, absolutely. Jeez. When my cleaner comes, I just love that night. <laughs> 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 I hope. Um, Phil? I, I think this. Oh, need to t- meet you one night, Phil, and see a day. You know, and see how <laughs> things <laughs> sounded a bit forward. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> no. I, look, I honestly, I think
0: Phil, through my friend who remain unnamed, and and though I've never met you, I do know you exist. You've never met him. No, but this story, she was worried about <gasps> Phil. So Phil, Phil this episode, I'm worried about Phil. now. Yeah. No, I yeah. am worried about Phil. Yeah. No, but not in, not after this because no. this is really. I mean, it, it's a bit a bit of a 360. You know, when I heard this story and he was, you know, trying to unload the dishwasher or load the dishwasher and do the laundry and and not getting a very positive response, you know, I just thought, who better to explain why she might be behaving like that, the actual science behind it. And then the shared behaviours that Phil is experiencing that lots of partners experience and then putting some context around that. And then your secret formula, which is not so secret, but it's actually really sensible, but mm. no one would ever put it together. Food, sleep and love. Clean sheets. Clean sheets. Yeah. The benefits of clean sheets,
1: Phil. It will save you. <laughs> there, there, there's nothing. Well, there are. as I said, there are a couple of things better, but not much. Oh.
0: That's it. Q&A with Kath. There you go. Partners and communication. A little bit of a different flavour to this episode. Um, but I hope it's been helpful. Kath, thank you always for your great sense of humour and, um, and all the information you share to help
1: people like Phil and, and even Phil. me. And even me. <laughs> well, I'll, I'll just go home tonight and think of everyone when I'm in my clean sheets. <laughs> this has been Birth, Baby and Beyond with midwife Kath Curtin. Birth, Baby and Beyond is recorded in the studios of Podcast One Melbourne, Australia. Executive producer is Brooke Carrigan. Audio production by Darcy Thompson and music by Matt Nicolich.